All right. We are live, and we want to welcome you to another MassCast chat. Uh, this has been a long time since we've actually been doing anything mask-related, at least uh, on the podcast realm. Uh, but we've got some exciting news that just uh, came out today on USA Today, and we wanted to get right at it. But first off, since this is an Ages of Mask meeting, Jason, do you have your little envelope nearby? Oh, crap, no. Ha-ha, uh, <laughs> sprung the surprise on you again. Talk some amongst yourselves there for a while. What, what are we... I don't do it very well. Now I'm very confused. What are we referring to? An envelope? Yes, I sent Jason an envelope, mysterious gift. What, not to be opened until the next... Uh... Mash cast. Very cool, okay. He tried, okay. To do that. he tried to do that for me on another time, and I, well, almost... Alright, so I have the envelope. I'll open it up. And, no, uh... no, no, first we have, to, we have to try to investigate what it is, right? You can't, and this okay. could be a lot of fun. It's... Is it bigger than a right, bread box? No. It is, uh, <laughs> it is approximately about six by nine inches in envelope. Okay. It's not thick enough to be like a DVD. Uh, even like one of those actually, it says the measurement on the pocket, the package there, Mr. Postal Service dude. I don't deal with the Postal Service and their crap that they dish out. Uh... It's something definitely, it's like rigid, but it's not, I don't know. It's a little fluffy I, on the inside. Well, I will give you, one, I'll give you one minor hint. And of course I don't have it near, next to me, but I have one just like it. Is it one of the mini prints? Mm, if I could do the Family Feud, right? Yeah, we all uh, saw. Is it a coin? What do we have for him today? Ding, 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 oh, ding. is it the mask coin? It is. Open it up. That's cool. You, you ordered those, or they sent? Are you sent I order? bought the last two. Don't open till wow. mask cast. There you go. <laughs> Can't see it. There, there it is. Don't open till mask cast. Oh, very nice. Yes. It's got some weight to it. I don't know it if you does. can see it very well, but... A little bit, getting some glare, but very nice. Very, very cool. Very cool. Cool, cool. This is uh, Mask uh, P&A, isn't it, right? From the that Facebook is. group? That is. Mm -hmm. Jose Rodriguez, I think is his name. Yes. Yeah, uh, I believe so. He put those together. He made 50 of them, right? He did. He made 50 and... I have been very devoid of Facebook. I will log on if I'm lucky enough once every two or three days anymore just to glance and make sure there's no messages for me, and then that's it. <laughs> and I came across his last post. There it is. My, fi my picture's backwards. Is it backwards for you? No. No, it's fine for us. Mine looks right. backwards for me, but I assume you can it's read the, the shirt. Yeah, we can read it. I can. K-S-A-M. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh gosh, Kassam, Kassam, that'd be a great uh, radio station joke, like, you know, KSAM, <laughs> for yeah. all your cartoon needs. Yeah, this, guy, this interesting I, I, I think we know your potential future here. 
Well, I like it. It's a nice little gift. I appreciate it. Uh, that's I can that's add, very add cool. It to my collection. I figure and, it's the least uh, I can do. He gets he gets sends me all these um, mass toys periodically, and, and it's usually like two or three at a time. So I got <laughs> I got another one that's supposed to be on its way. The problem is that's... I can't find a box the right size for it. So. It's, He's it's only sending them to you so he can explain away why he keeps having to... No, 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 honey, it's not for me. It's for why. It's for why. It's fine. <laughs> His wife... Really, sweetie? Weren't those 13 toys over there for why? Yeah, he's picking them up. It's, it's fine. <laughs> His wife knows better. It's all for him. You know it. But, uh, well, I appreciate but yeah, it. I, I, like I said, I just saw the last... Um, what Jose posted, like, I have three left. So I was, I, I was actually curious and, and just... Messaged him and said he all of a sudden had two left. I said, "What? What do you want for him? What's the charge?" And, and well, okay, that's fair. So I, I'll get the last two, and that's that. Very cool. That's all she wrote. Awesome. So, so uh, other than that, I think we should uh, get into what what brings us all together once again as agents of mask, and that is our article at hand from USA Today. And uh, I will pass the buck. Uh, no pun intended to Jason to kind of start us off because he was the one that found it. I just found out about this 30 minutes ago. Well, so. <laughs> I actually did not find it because I have a wonderful team of uh, agents that <laughs> when something like this drops, uh, they just they they let me know as soon as possible. So and I'm so like, locked down. I don't I don't see anything unless you tell you call me or email me. <laughs> Well, I my Facebook started blowing up this morning. Uh, I think I got three or four messages from people. Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And uh, as soon as I got about ten minutes at work, I was <laughs> I was on the blog putting you know all that together. Ten minutes. I think you spent a little more work time today than that, but shh. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, this was. Uh, not really a surprise, but um, it was nice that they officially went ahead and released this um, from IDW. Um, I will. I don't know if we essentially introduced that we have Eric from BoulderHill.net on the line oh, my, tonight. I'm so out of <laughs> script. I'm so sorry. Welcome. Welcome to our humble abode that is the Agents of Mask that we always forget, at least because I'm... <laughs> Am I disconnected from mask yet? Not quite, but I'm I'm working on the last little string. <laughs> not purposely. Not purposely. Sorry, life got in the way. But anyway, welcome, no welcome, Happy Eric. To be here. <laughs> we were uh, gonna have Bill from MattTracker.com on the line. He had a prior engagement tonight, but he wanted me to pass along that he's gonna do a like a behind the mask podcast that he has been releasing to YouTube um, on the whole topic and everything very soon. So those of you who follow him, be looking for that. But we're pleased that Eric is here and we can discuss some comics, uh, not the old comics, but the new comic and the, uh, the image that we got with the press release. Um, I guess I'll, you want me to go ahead and just read this through and then we can kind of go around the room and comment. I don't know. It's a little long. You want to read the whole thing? It's just like four little paragraphs. We'll see. Um, okay. <laughs> so we get this... <laughs> it's like nine, this, but whatever. Nah, it's not that bad. 
Uh, that was not one of his strong suits there, Eric, when, when we were going to school. But okay. anyway, I digress. Read away. I'm going to read along with you. <laughs> All right. Um, so in this press release it says, the fans have spoken, and so by popular demand, Mask will hit comic shops later this year from the creative team of writer Brandon Easton, who writes for Marvel's Agent Carter and Transformers Deviations, and artist Tony Vargas of Rotten Ruin and, TM, and TMNT, Shadows of the Past board game. Um, we are so proud to be able to continue growing the impressive relationship between IDW and Hasbro with this new Mask comic series, says the managing editor of IDW. We can't wait to bring the high-octane, unique brand of storytelling to this book that we know fans of Mask will expect. While being mindful and respectful of the source material, the main drive behind bringing this beloved property into the new century is to preserve the old-school qualities that fans love growing up with while also consciously infusing it with the slightly more modern sensibilities. That was a mouthful. This is where sophisticated stories uh, meet cutting-edge designs while not afraid to look into a rearview mirror and pay tribute to its origins. It is the editorial and creative team's intention to focus their attention on the multicultural heritage of the show, presenting a contemporary mask to fans in a unique yet familiar way. And we get a quote from Michael Kelly, who is the Global publishing, uh, head of global publishing at Hasbro. We have had tremendous success with IDW over the years in relaunching classic brands for a contemporary audience while still paying appropriate homage to their origins. We are thrilled to welcome a new team to this library of heroes as Mask joins the ranks of Gem and the Holograms, Micronauts, and the Transformers. That was kind of a weird order to put those, but. Uh, yeah. Gem is usually uh, what I put first anyways, but... <laughs> One more paragraph. Mask launches this November as an ongoing series featuring cover art by the multi-talented Tommy Lee Edwards. To hold you over until then, this new era of Hasbro titles has already begun with Micronauts number 1 on sale now and ROM number 0 kicking off on free comic book day on May 7th. So that was the official press release... Uh, today, and then, of course, we got uh, Brian Truitt over at USA Today who broke the story or had the exclusive. Um, and he uh, ended up adding a few more elements to the mix. Um, it looked like he had interviewed Brandon Easton, and he had called... Uh, like and, a fast and, and Vargas. Fears. And Vargas, I'm sorry. Um, they're putting a fast and furious spin on the mid-80s franchise. He mentioned that. He also had some interesting things to say uh, about how they are going to modernize some of the things, uh, some of the changes they're going to make. They, they gave uh, Miles Mayhem a last name. Did you notice that? Yes. Miles Mayhem Mannheim is, yeah. uh, is his name now. Um, they also... <laughs> Are, uh, it sounds like they're getting rid of Scott and T-Bob. My guess uh, is yeah. that they're yeah. not eliminating them, but I think that they're not going to be the ongoing comic relief. Uh, Could be. They yeah. might bring them on later, but 
it's not going to be in their the, the top 50 of their mind. <laughs> I'm just, you know, if, if Scott and T-Bob were in a third of the show, maybe they'll only be in a, a tenth of the comic, which I think most people out there will probably be okay with. Yeah. yeah. My, um, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I thought the most interesting thing in the USA Today story was um, what they're what they're saying they're kind of doing with Matt's personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually interesting. I like I like kind of where they're going with it. They said uh, just to quote what he um, wrote in here: "This Matt Tracker is a cross between Elon Musk and Idris Elba." Okay, I don't. I know I don't who know Idris Elba is. I know who Elba is. Who is Elon Musk? Uh, the Tesla guy. Okay. Okay. Um, I think he's Tesla. Yeah. Easton describes him as an engineering genius and an intellectual bad boy who had been in search of stability since the loss of his father at an early age. Matt had a troubled adolescence, and as an adult, he's given one last chance at redemption going through mask boot camp. And then what they said about... Which is interesting because it sounds like there's something beforehand, like it was already established... Right, versus in the show, it was always kind of implied that... He was running um, the place. Matt, in the show, it was Matt kind of using the crystal his dad right. brought back, mm-hmm. had had sort of built upon that with the help of Alex and Bruce and the rest of the team that had engineering and mechanical expertise. But in this now, it sounds like he did not, I mean, he very clearly did not, will not have been the creator of Mask, and it also sounds more military. Right. You know, boot camp is a phrase yeah. I think we all associate with a military group yeah. of some form. When I thought of that, the first thing that came to my mind was Batman Begins. You know, uh, Bruce Wayne's mm-hmm. parents murdered at a younger age, and you know, right. he's kind of trying to find his place, in other words. Um, yeah. But, uh, they also mentioned about Mayhem. Um, instead of being a bumbling villain, he is a master manipulator, brilliant military strategist, and control freak whose plans to rule the world are extremely close to fruition. Venom will be a true force. They don't lose often, nor do they accept defeat with grace, says Easton, promising that the group and its leader will be deadlier than portrayed in the past, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Instead of them running off when something goes wrong? Yeah. The line that comes... Backbone. The next line, though, is interesting, and I think it throws back more to the mini-comics that we Mm -hmm. talked about forever ago. Uh, Matt and Miles have almost a father-son bond, the writer adds, but when Matt learns what the older man has done for power, quote, it provides the catalyst for Matt to stop searching for a role model and figure out what it means to follow his own heart and soul. Now, in the show, uh, Miles and Venom did not know the identity of any of the mask agents. Right. And... With this, it sounds like it's going to be pretty clear that both sides know who are, who all the players are. 
Right. Which is yeah. fine because it really never made sense for the mask agents to be secretive anyway. And also, Scott was always there, so... Right. How did you not figure out Matt was around? <laughs> Very true. Um, Who's the kid in the walking garbage can? <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> we um, found this robot hiding outside. <laughs> I think we got our vocal cast right now. Right? Um, we got a script cast, bro. Just saying. Yeah, there you go. I... Now, they do go on at the end of the article to talk a little bit more about the supporting cast. Um, it, the supporting cast also reflects 21st century occupations and motivations, but will have some familiarity. Easton gives, Easton's giving Venom henchman Sly Rax a totally new identity. I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't I, that is a, I'm not really, I don't love that. <laughs> go on. You're scared, and he I'm thinks, scared. and he thinks readers will like the two female leads, villainous Vanessa Warfield and heroine Gloria Baker. The latter is one of several characters getting mask upgrades. Gloria is capable of a bunch of cool holographic hacker interface things, says Vargas. Now he's the he's the uh, actual artist. Artist. Um, the new mask on the whole, speaks to the current zeitgeist of constant upgrades and need for immediate gratification, according to Easton. So, imagine your car, motorcycle, SUV, or yacht could change into a more powerful vehicle, complete with the state-of-the-art weapon systems and other cutting-edge technology. The possibilities are as fun as they are disastrous. So, it sounds like they are going a little bit different direction with maybe the vehicles and the masks. Um, I, I see holographic, and I'm not thinking Gloria, though. You know? No, that's a, that's a Brad Turner thing right there. Yeah. 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 But this um, is more of a com hacker interface, so it sounds more like a, she's going to be a computer thing. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, also, I, I guess what I was saying about Sly Rax, and it kind of also goes with Vanessa's, I feel like those two characters were always really home runs in the episodes. Yeah. Uh, they, to me, those two characters didn't really need tweaking. Vanessa no. was a really great uh, second in command, and Sly was, you know, I mean, he had his incessant inability to get along with anything that lived. <laughs> Whether it was bugs, bears, koalas, whatever, I, I, I hope that the changes go well. Uh, I, I would think that maybe toning down some of the culturally insensitive characters might be on their list, such as Chief Nevada Rushmore and Ollie Bombay with his... Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah I, were... it's it's a fine line to walk nowadays, and I, I believe it was in the um, press release they talked about having like a multicultural team, um, which I, I would definitely want to keep if you can. But there's some obvious like stereotypes and stuff you just don't want to get into and offend anybody at this day and age, you know. Right. right. So 
it, it makes sense to, you know, get them into jobs or positions or whatever that can maybe take on some of those cultural elements rather than well, what they were before. A lot of them had great jobs. Uh, you know, Julio Lopez was a doctor and a like drag car racer. I mean, talk about overachieving. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who who is not okay with that? Um, I guess the French Canadians might be a little annoyed that Jacques Lafleur is just a lumberjack. I don't know how much we'll get out of him. Um, Alex is a veterinarian and an engineer and a computer. I mean, who had a? I guess, I guess cowboys are really upset that Dusty could barely make a pizza. That's <laughs> very true. Well, with going with what um, you were talking about, Eric, with uh, mask. It sounds like being already created, it's not something that comes from Matt, that these people are probably already on the team, and it's not so much a uh, recruitment or something like what we actually do with our script. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, let me just halt that conversation for a minute, and let's talk about the artwork for a second. Because we did Please. get a piece of art uh, with the press release, and it was a little confusing to me at first, um, just because we didn't get the third name uh, in the USA Today article. Right. We got it in the uh, we got it in the press release that uh, Tommy Lee Edwards is doing the cover art, and. From what I was shown today on Instagram and some of his, his other social media outlets, that this was done by Tommy Lee, and uh, it, it confused me though too. It's well done. It's it looks yeah, great. Very well. Um, it's, I think it's the awesome. classic. It's basically the classic look. A little bit of updates here and there as far as the weaponry goes, but it's basically the, the classic look. But you know. When you, when you read the USA Today article and all these kind of modernizations they want to do, this is not your modernization other than the weapons, you know? Right. You got, uh, you got a, a Gatling gun sticking out of the top of Hurricane, um, and mm -hmm. what we assume is, I guess, Gator. Uh, it's got Gator's, his roof gum. Gator's a there. modern vehicle, though, which is funny because the Jeep is the only vehicle that in the past... 50, 60 years has not changed its look. <laughs> not it by is, much. Little tiny tweaks, but not, well, you're right, not by much. Once, once you're drawing it in a comic book, I think that yeah, those things, you know, of all the vehicles and all the cars and planes and everything, the Jeep holds up the best. And then, you know, the, whereas the, the Bel Air that is Hurricane is so rooted in its time. Yeah. yeah. And... Obviously, the 80s Camaro, uh, I mean, I love it. It's Thunderhawk, but ooh, that's not a modern car. Yeah, it's right. And it, uh, I don't know. I mean, it just confused me. Why are we going with the classic look when you're trying to tell us there's going to be some major changes coming along and you're not hinting at uh, anything, in, for, at least from that 
picture. But unless this is something to grab us, that's old, you know, well, I, I, our I, 80s I, fans to grab us to grab that magazine. I think and then you're right. Maybe the intro is a new dawn or or something that explains away the old, out with the old and with the new kind of yeah. um, persona that will become Mask. Because, like uh, you said, it's going to be a completely different Mask from what we know. I'm definitely they'll, they'll, with that. They'll keep thought. names, I'm sure, but they won't keep much anything else. And also, this is six months away. This cover may never see print. That is true. Yeah, and um, I was thinking maybe this was just a piece of art for the press release itself to get the fans' attention. Oh, I remember that. You know, kind of a reaction. And then now, you know, as we get closer, maybe we'll see some more covers or, or something to mm -hmm. um, to show off exactly what they're going to do. But I don't know. It seems like I, I'm, I'm excited if they can somehow infuse and keep, like they say, keep the color schemes and all of that and still give us a fresh new look because, you know, who knows if they have the license from GM still, you know. Right. Um, I, I guess you they know, would have to to do this picture, but... The old contract may have given them rights in perpetuity for the property, and so they may just have, like, a an agreed-upon rate that they have to pay for its use... Um, the one format that I think they would probably need a new contract for is movie because they already have done comics so at least at some point mm -hmm. um, they did well I mean I assume they paid the rights for it but they they paid for the rights to use these vehicles likenesses um, I don't know I don't know how that works uh, I think that even if this isn't final art I think that there's a couple of things to take away that I really like. One of them being the dynamic style of it. I think that's really going to be important because Mask was an action show, and if you don't have some way to convey that in a comic mm -hmm. book, which is a still format, it's going to really fall flat. But this sure. cover seems to have tons of action. Yeah, the, I agree. They mentioned it in the release that they recognize how important just some of the color schemes are in terms of uh, the personality of the vehicles to an extent. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think that's good. The colors are so bright and bold. I hope everyone, anyone who's tuning in, I hope they've had a chance to look at this because the, the image really is exciting. The I really like if you guys can kind of peek in on Matt standing in that background... His helmet is traditional spectrum, but then his like uniform's kind of like I don't know what he's got like clips and belts. It looks yeah. it looks a little more like tactical something, a little mm -hmm. more military maybe. And I don't to me that's a really cool compromise between you know spectrum is really what's so important for the identity. Yeah, but then doing whatever you want with the rest of the uniform can really help to modernize it. Right. And I'm I hoping agree. I hope that maybe that's the way they're going with that mix of the old and the new. Yeah, I mean, I can almost see where whatever it is, the straps come to the point in the middle of his chest, you know, like the traditional look. It's almost like hidden underneath all of that. Right. 
other gear. Um, Brad's uh, helmet and suit, I mean, they look pretty well close to the original. He's um, hunched over in the picture. It's a bit tough to tell. You can kind of tell that it's a modern crotch rocket to, for him. You yeah. can see the updated yeah. Jeep, like you were saying about Gator. Um, but you're right with all the other classic look. I mean, it, I don't know. It, it, it looks like, I mean, this is just one of many, like you said, this is just one of many artwork that was probably submitted, but it somehow made it to the newsroom, at least for USA Today. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe they... Who knows? Maybe this know, is just putting our appetite. Him. We're going to fall... <laughs> we're going to be see the new Camaro or new something. This may have just been the best thing they had to go with the story. They, they, you know, they may have just... Because right. it's so far out still, six months, they may not have had any other art, and they said, well... Well, they did. It just sucked. They had that right. speed racer-looking whatever it was... Not too long ago. Oh no, yeah. that doesn't count. That had old pictures from yeah, that Transformers was not. and stuff. That <laughs> that was literally thrown together. Uh, I would say yeah. that the uh, the throwback logo, the throwback logo in this release in this article is a bit of a thrown together. The throwback logo is just the original logo, and then they wrote Mobile Armored Strike Command on top of it. Right. Well, if you read the article uh, on USA Today, it said it was a, one of the working... Uh, I lost, somehow lost a stinking article. But it was saying that it was one of the working uh, logos from the like when it debuted. So I don't know if they really? changed it along the road to without mm-hmm. the actual you know, I, breakdown yeah. of the acronym. I noticed that. I didn't really pay too much attention to it because I was like, well, this isn't new. This is just... Like you said, they just added the wording in there. Yeah. Um, it says it's one of Mask's throwbacks. It's old logo from the mid nineties, uh, mid mid nineties, mid nineteen eighties toys and cartoons. So yeah, I think they're just another, putting another point of reference there. Sure. And they so. include a YouTube link to the first episode, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But. I'm excited. You know, one of the things that for me is the most exciting is that we've heard rumors and whatever about Mass down the years, and they kind of never play out. Whether it was Mass showed up in a comic book at, like, San Diego Comic-Con, or they released the the Matt Tracker G.I. Joe, like, six, seven years ago. And we're like, oh, my gosh, does this mean they're going to do something? No. Right. And finally, <laughs> once, it, it really they're looks like through. something's happening, you know? November, they're, giving us, they're giving us a date. You know, they're saying, November, you will be able to buy this comic, or a mass comic. And they've, you know, they've, they've put specific writer, artist, team on. I don't know. That, that's the most exciting takeaway for me, is that this isn't just... Uh, a really eager executive. This is this is really moving forward, and wow. they're they're pushing it up. I'm kind of interested to start checking out. Uh, I might try to pop into the comic store and take a look at the back pages of some of these other um, '80s revamps, like ROM and Micronauts, because sometimes they preview upcoming stuff 
uh -huh. stuff that's out now. So who knows? Probably not yet, but maybe in like three months, the back issue, you know, the back pages of ROM, which I wouldn't buy either otherwise, might have <laughs> a couple pages preview or something of the the new Mask comic. So it might be worth uh, if you're if you're excited for this and you're interested, checking out, keeping an eye on IDW's other publications. Yeah. Well, I like the the idea that they're they're using the comics to keep us uh, involved during the you know while they're still developing the movies, and I, I don't know. I'm I'm not one to really run out and and buy a comic that I've never you know really read before or know much about, but I, I don't know. I might go ahead and and grab the first issue of both of those and just see what they're doing with it. And if they do are setting up anything early for the cinematic universe, you know, and how they all come together. Because that's going to be interesting to me. How are you going to bring all of these together? Uh -huh. um, and we still probably, the next one that we'll get will be Visionaries. Uh, and I, this is just me speculating. Um, I would think that they're going to bring visionaries back into comics and then maybe right before they do an announcement about alright we're gonna do this movie and then this movie and this movie that's when they really come back with G.I. Joe so right and I, I'm thinking out loud I think that might be what they're thinking the, the comics might be a way for them to test stories for the movie yes um, you know, they may have a general origin story they want to put out, and then they put it out, you know, and then they get some feedback. It's like, well, we don't really like this, we don't like this, but this part of it was really good. Then they go to the movie guys, they're like, look, our audience loves this part, they hate this part, let's cut out the bad parts, let's, and then, and then the movie, because for these kinds of movies, that they generally invest so much money that they really, they can't afford for them not to be successful. It's right. not a, it's not a two million dollar independent film that they shoot in someone's basement. This is a, you know, six hundred million dollar. They blow up Toronto or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the last Transformers was, uh, they so they prob they really probably don't want any kind of screw ups, especially if they can easily test out some stories and test out the market that way. Yeah, and they were pretty much guaranteed that by filming most of, or filming half of the, that last Transformers in China, and China being the second biggest box office in the world. Right. Um, they were pretty much set up to <laughs> make sure they make money on that one. Yeah. Even though yeah. you know it was still not not what we know, but um, <laughs> anyway, well. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to add to the discussion tonight? I, I think it goes without saying that uh, I'll be buying these. You know, this is uh, yeah. there's no question in my mind that when these when these hit the stands, I'll be honest, I'll probably buy two copies of each issue, and um, you know, I'm I'm. <laughs> Don't, I'm very excited. I don't like. I'm trying not to scream into the into the <laughs> mic here, but I am so excited. For the first time in 30 years, we get a new mask story that is 
canon. Ho- well, hopefully canon, but just, you know, really, really bringing it back, and I really never thought we would see it. I, I, I never thought Mask would come back, so. Yeah, I've, I'm excited. Uh, I'm not a, uh, an avid comic book reader, but I might still buy an article or a comic book or two just to to say that we helped in our own little way, whether it was great or small. We did something to kickstart this. You, Eric, as well as uh, Bill and, and Albert Paneo, even though it's been 10-plus years, you guys kickstarted it, and then we got on the on the field and just did the same as you guys, just kind of helped it along, and now all of a sudden... Whether they li- listen directly or indirectly, Hasbro listened eventually, and now we're getting. Uh, even though it's a, it's not exactly the fruits of our labors that we would like to see for Jason and I specifically, it's still something that we get to see that Mask is coming back around, and it's not just table talk on online. That's yeah. it. It's it's now coming to fruition. It's just a matter of uh, November is now the deadline. Uh, too bad right. they couldn't have done it last year for the 30th anniversary, but better late than never. Uh, I would rather a good. Great. I would rather a good product that comes out a year later than a bad rushed product that came out for the last year's anniversary, because a good a good comic, a good movie will endure for forever, and an anniversary date is something we mention once in a while. Right. Very true. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, the first words out of that press release was, "The fans have spoken, and they are at least <laughs> making it look like they're paying attention to us." And that's that speaks volumes to me. Um, just being online for the last what five years, and and we've seen this kind of come now into fruition where we're finally getting some real tread work uh, over at Hasbro, and I'm excited. Um, I'm like you, Eric. I'm probably going to be there buying copies uh, when they're out. I'm probably going to be downloading them. Um, Oh, yeah. We did a little poll about a month ago when it was first hinted that this was going to happen, and I thought it was interesting that most of the what they were talking about kind of lined up with the people that voted in that poll, which was uh, about 75% of them wanted about 75% of the original, you know, story and in, in, uh, characters and TV show in this new iteration of Mask. And it sounds like they're close to that number at least from reading that. It might be closer to 50 than 75, but um, if you're getting all of the, uh, the classic look and the, the main you know, characters and everything left in there, I think the fans on the most part are going to be happy, and they're going to go out and, like you said, buy the crap out of this and <laughs> you'd save some further collection that they've been... It's been collecting dust for 30 years, and uh, be able to crack one open and you know actually read some new material, which it's it's exciting. It's very exciting. I'm I, I really can't wait to the day when they announce when the mask movie is going to hit, and I'm going to put like a countdown on the website. You know, <laughs> there you go. I, I have never camped out for a movie before. <laughs> I might, and I'll probably. 
Oh, and everyone's there's not going to be a line. It's just going to be me sitting out of side of a movie theater, but <laughs> that's okay. You know, one yeah. thing I wanted to mention I thought was really funny is that uh, yeah, I hope I'm not butchering his last name. Truitt, Brian Truitt. Yes. Who wrote uh, or who you know wrote the article in USA Today in the press release? He's also the one who wrote the article about the Mask DVD release, uh, which yes. is now five years ago. That's crazy. Um, which you know is really funny because actually uh, he he got a hold of me back then, and so I he quoted me at the end of that article, and I'm just gushing about Mask. I gotta be honest, five years later, it hasn't changed. I'm still so in love with this show. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think Brian must be a, a kindred spirit to us at heart. He must have a, he must have a good place in his heart for these 80s toys and cartoons, so... He's, he like definitely to... is. I, I follow him on Twitter. His, oh, cool. uh, his picture, for the longest time, his uh, avatar has been... Uh, Destro with that little remote from the original, I think it was from the original miniseries. Oh, um, cool. So he's, yeah, he's definitely, I think, our age group. Yeah. And and has a passion for these 80s cartoons. Um, and they're still, and, and kind of feeding off what I said about the fans, um, <clears throat> I got to give some shout-outs just to, like, uh, like Jose, like we talked about before, over at the Mask PNA Facebook page, they do a lot of stuff on there. I think it's probably the most uh, uh, has the most uh, people in the in the Facebook group of any Mask uh, group. Um, Definitely activity. And uh, our pal Scott over across the pond there in Scotland, he actually scooped who was going to be writing this uh, series. He saw that. Uh, uh, Brandon, um, he liked his uh, Facebook page, Brandon Easton, and <laughs> he kind of trolled him a little bit to find out, oh, he is uh, he's an IDW writer. This is interesting. And this was about a <laughs> month ago. Um, go over to Mass Comics, the Mass Comics blog today. He wrote about it. Uh, it really interesting. that, uh, And I never look through usually who you know follows us on Facebook or Twitter. And it's fun to kind of peek through there. Um, mm -hmm. I saw somebody else post over on the PNA Facebook page that uh, they put uh, a Thunderhawk or something out on eBay, and it actually got sent to Hasbro's like war room or something, you know. <laughs> so they were like, that was like, uh, you know, a major little flag in the in the ground there that hey. <laughs> they want to actually look at some of this stuff before they, you know, start writing about it again or whatever. So um, big ups to Scott, and then uh, of course our friend that we just met there, just within the last few months, uh, Mike Quackenbush, who uh, was desperately wanting to write the story, and you know even hired some artists to do some uh, concept art that we've. Uh, got the feature on our website. Um, he was real gracious today. I saw a tweet go out um, that he congratulated Brandon, and he's looking forward to seeing what uh, what he's going to do. So uh, that's that was really cool and really classy of him to uh, <laughs> to essentially congratulate and not you know be upset that he didn't get the job. But uh, right. he, it, I think I don't know if it's public knowledge, and I'm not going to try to 
speak for Mike, but obviously he was given the opportunity to pitch uh, for the comic uh, story. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was cool that that Mass Crusade campaign that he put together essentially worked in that they noticed him and they allowed him to send in a pitch and he uh, he got a shot at doing it. Um, it seems, though, that you know, Brandon being on staff already had the inside group there may to, have, to There may have it. been some wheels in motion before Mike even True. really got, got moving on that, and it may have had you know very little to do with the quality of his work. Uh, right. I mean, any any big company, there's going to be a lot more sure. politics than just just the quality of the work. And I'm sure they you know, if Mike has the opportunity to ever write for it, I'm sure he'll do a great job. And if the book does well, maybe he will get to do down the line. Yeah. He might get to do a story or a mini series. You know, it, right. That's the nice thing about comics is like they go on. Some of them. Spider-Man, X-Men, those have been going for a long time, so it's not impossible that a couple years from now he may get that shot again, so. I definitely agree, I definitely agree, and I think he even mentioned when we uh, interviewed him there on the show that, you know, Mass could have several different iterations once they get it going again, and they could have a classic Mask, and then they could have like a futuristic, you know, uh, mask set way in the future or something, you know. It, anything is possible with comics, like you say. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out, and we appreciate um, everything he did to uh, to kind of push the the mask comic book world uh, forward. Um, and I'm probably forgetting many other people, but there's just so many people on our Facebook page now that when stories like this hit. They're either posting to our page, or I'm getting messages directly. I'm, I'm getting tweets and stuff. So this is really a a fan a fan base that is close and is a real community. So I really appreciate everybody that uh, it just wants to bring uh, the whole community together. And it, we just really I, ever, since I started since we started that Facebook page. Wyatt and our website, it just seems like everybody has come together and there's been no real, you know, ill will or anything against anybody. Uh, everybody has their opinion and that's cool and there's a lot of opinion shared if you go over there today <laughs> about the image and, and the story and uh, I saw some people pissed off of that T-Bob and Scott didn't, wasn't going to be, you know, prominent. Um, so there's still people that like Scott and T-Bob and think highly of them. <laughs> um, contrary to popular demand, but uh, I, I appreciate that, that that people will express their opinions, and uh, it's all in good uh, in good faith or whatever to keep the the uh, the mask ball rolling. But anyway, uh, just uh, a nice thank you to everybody that's out there, and this is really exciting time to be a fan. It I'll is. Sure that that. That's a perfect line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that wraps it up for our little mask cast chat as uh, Jason chugs down his sweet tea. 
But uh, but yeah, this has been awesome. I'm I'm excited and I'm, uh, like I said, I'm I'm really disconnected at work. I can access Facebook if I want to give it about a half an hour to get signed on. Uh, gotta love military proxy servers and stuff. I can't I can't I I, I might as well just get a dial up. I think it'd be quicker. But uh, uh, nonetheless, it's. This is awesome. I'm glad you're on the radar and you keep me informed if uh, <laughs> if I'm not able to get to it. But, well, uh, and before we get off the air, let me just say congratulations on the new son. And uh, we'll get back into mass casting when we're ready. And you know we've got a schedule and and a plan to to meet up and stuff. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's. Um, Send us messages and when are you going to do the next mass cast? You know, and it's trust me, it's in the back of our minds. <laughs> it is. I'm still yeah. waiting for a better time to do this. This was an abnormal. It worked out, but I didn't think <laughs> it was going to actually work out. I uh, uh, our air conditioner in the house went out. Finally, got someone in here to to replace it. Fortunately, a good friend of mine. Uh, that's why I wasn't sure if I'd make it because we were working up till uh, like 8:30 at night <laughs> doing this. Wow. So, uh, uh, well, just whenever you're ready to come back, and I'll, you know, we'll we'll start doing some mass casts again. In the meantime, you guys can always visit the archive and go over to uh, and check out uh, Cartoon Express while you're at it. Yes, yes. Uh, a new episode just went up today. We were talking a little bit before we got on the show. Uh, yep, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh. So it's a uh, it's a fun show with Eric and his brothers and. They just pick random episodes from random cartoons. It seems like, and uh, yeah, it's about as random as we could do. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though, so you need to check out that podcast too. Uh, and we appreciate your time tonight, Eric, as well. No, I thank you for inviting me on. I mean, it's never ever hard to convince me to talk about mask. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so. But uh, thank you all. Thank you, all the great Mask fans. And we will catch you next time on Mask Cast.